bet he never did anything. I heard he's in a Bee Gees cover band. Oh, yeah, the Bee Gees. John's Joints. Where John busts out the finest swag and dank. No swag, all dank. Rolls up some news stories, passes them around. We partake and expand our minds. Underneath John's news stories, I'll play lullaby versions of popular songs. Should you care to guess them when it's all over? I don't care. John Senning. I'm ready. So, so, so very ready. To leave my glasses in the past. I've never been a contact man, uh, but I could just never stick my finger into my eyeball. It was just not working for me. But I've worn glasses since pretty much the sixth grade, and you've got to have them everywhere you go. Another thing that really bothered me, not until recently did I get my first prescription pair of sunglasses. I long for the day where I could just get a pair of sunglasses anywhere and throw them on. And I will be able to very, very soon... Because of Optograph Laser Vision, I will be getting the LASIK procedure this Friday with Dr. Optograph. Went in a few weeks ago, got the consultation. This place is beautiful, right on 38th and St. Pete. Went as smooth as can be and got the good news that I am a candidate. And now I'll be going in on Friday. And the recovery is, is pretty darn quick. They say in just a couple days I will be seeing beautifully and feeling no pain. There are no bandages, no stitches, no nothing. It's one of the easiest procedures you can get done, especially when you're dealing with the GOAT. Dr. Uptograph, he is the third doctor ever to perform this procedure in the United States of America, the first ever in Asia. So I'm in good hands, and you can be too. And right now, Uptograph Laser Vision is offering $1,000 off LASIK. So set up your free consultation today, 727-551-2020, or book online at LASIK. It's the number four, me.com. I got a question unrelated to everything and anything, but it just happened because I just brought up my Yahoo to look at something I was looking at. And I'm rather than asking you off the air and it being awkward, I'm just going to come right out and say it. So there's a there's a there's a fantasy football league here done in the building. Yeah. Okay. So I believe two years in a row I've been in it. Yeah. Have I been kicked out of the fantasy football league? No. I sent out an email. You should be in. Your your team's in. Are you sure about this? Hundred percent. Okay. That's um, all. Hold on one second. We just, I just want to make, I just, I just want to, you know, I didn't know if there was an issue and I'm not even saying that because I'm, you know, forcing my way in. It's more that if there was a, a, a an issue that I'd be privy to it. That's are, all. Are you the dudes? Yeah. You're in. I'm in. You're in. Thanks, man. I feel a lot better now. Thank you for asking. Thanks Jeez. for, thanks. Thanks for helping me get through that. No problem. And thanks to all the LOD ladies who uh, started their own fantasy football league. And I'm now the commissioner of that one too. Oh, uh, an all ladies uh, commissioner. So are you playing? Uh, I didn't want to, but you can't be a commissioner and not have a team in the league. So yeah, but what, I, I'm going to your lady be the commissioner and you just be a pseudo. I mean, that never, doesn't really seem fair. She's right? never played fantasy football before. And my goal yeah. is to have the worst team possible. So don't you worry. It doesn't seem fair. I'm, I'm not in it to win it in that league. Leave me alone. Okay. The mother of a U.S. Marine killed in Thursday's terror bombing outside Kabul's airport is speaking out to anybody she possibly can, saying that President Biden and everyone who voted for him killed her son. 
Kathy McCollum, whose 20-year-old son Riley was among 13 U.S. service members uh, killed in the attack, uh, told the Sirius XM talk show host Andrew Wilkow on the Wilkow Majority Show that she blames the dementia-ridden president for his death. 20 years and six months old, getting ready to go home from freaking Jordan to be home with his wife to watch the birth of his son. And that feckless, dementia-ridden piece of crap sent my son to die. These are her words, not yours. Yes. Okay. Is this... I know this is a unique situation and more people are mad at Biden than probably a lot of other circumstances that could that could fall out. But do you often find parents who have peace with the president or the person who sent their their child in to die? I just imagine this is a very prevalent tone. Her words are very heated and very charged. But whoever it was that made that decision for your child to go into a place that ultimately led them to be killed, I imagine there's animosity this just hitting a little harder right now. That's exactly it. There's always that level of animosity. Right now, though, it's it's flammable. It, it is really cranked up. And she's not the only parent or sibling uh, that is speaking out. Uh, and, and later on, we will get into uh, another element of, of what's going on with Joe Biden and what he did or did not do uh, during the... Uh, like, was that, is that called a funeral or just a procession uh, in Dover? Yeah, uh, and he's, he's in hot water for that. As well, we we luckily did uh, fend off some missiles that that were shot at the airport over the weekend. They believe five missiles were shot, and uh, through the uh, missile technology that can shoot a missile out of the air, Crazy. that seems to me the closest thing to alien uh, technology that we have out there. The fact that it can know and then just seek it right out and. That's a pretty good thing that we have. Reminds me of Reagan's uh, Star Wars initiative. Yeah, that's that. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Are they all that? Are, are they all from that technology originally? Because the Star Wars stuff at the time, I think, had everybody's mind blown, and and now it's just elevated from there. Yeah, I think they all do stem from the Star Wars initiative. Yeah. Uh, Jen Psaki spoke a short time ago uh, and was asked about the 13 Americans killed in the Kabul airport attack. Uh and go figure, people having some problems with her answer. Here's the audio. Go ahead. Thanks, Jen. Uh, on August 10th, President Biden told me, quote, I do not regret my decision to withdraw from Afghanistan. After watching the heart-wrenching confront transfer yesterday, is that still his position? Does he not regret the manner in which this withdrawal was conducted? Well, first I would say that um, the men and women who gave their lives uh, and the president attended, as you noted yesterday, uh, to honor their service, honor their sacrifice, and had time, uh, had the opportunity to meet a number of the family members yesterday. Uh, we can't, that doesn't take the place of, of all of the progress, we've, all of the work that has been done to evacuate people. I just think that... It- Everybody is is hyper sensitized and sensitive right now to every comments, and I think if it's nothing more than we're so sad this happened, I don't think you're gonna get a you're gonna get a W. Would you share my observation that we are the exact opposite following the the Afghanistan situation at the airport than we were at 9-11? Remember after 9-11, we were so unified? Oh my gosh, that's, I mean, you could say that before the Afghanistan stuff. Before, I mean, to me, COVID was the thing that presented the biggest opportunity for us to come together. Yeah. Because it, it really is, although you can't look over there and say, that's the bad guy, I can't really put my finger on what that did for us 
that nothing else can do for us now. You know, was yeah. it was it that we're in that different of a place as people, or is it that that was such a unique attack that we all watched with our very own eyes and the trauma of it gave us no other option but to come together? Because with COVID, it's, it's traumatizing every day, but I also think that no matter your state of worry or paranoia or thought, I think we've all settled into it. And it's not as shocking as one singular day where everything you knew changed. It's right. now just obviously been drawn out over years, and I, I don't think people know how to act. No, you're right. And, and I don't I don't know that if, if that happens tomorrow or something like it, I don't know that a 9-11 style attack has the capability to bring us together anymore. I don't think so. And, so I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, well, no. It, 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 no. Me too. Thanks. A 22-year-old Sarasota man is now facing multiple charges after the Florida Highway Patrol says he drove under the influence in the wrong way on the Howard Franklin Bridge early Sunday morning, crashing into four cars and damaging several others. Troopers say that Jason Martinez was driving a white 2018 Ford Fusion around 1.30 a.m. onto I-275 from 22nd Ave North in the wrong direction. In St. Petersburg, multiple witnesses tell FHP that Martinez drove the wrong way as he traveled northbound in the southbound lanes to the Howard Franklin Bridge. Troopers say the 22-year-old hit four cars and caused debris to hit an additional six cars. An arrest report from FHP says the man's eyes were glassy and watery. He had slurred speech and a strong odor of alcohol on his breath and was swaying. After having his Miranda rights uh, read to him, Trooper Say Martinez admitted. I have, a, I have a very odd question. Yeah. And this would be more from a defense attorney's perspective. Mm-hmm. Can you ever use the fact, and I know this doesn't make sense, that your de- client was wasted against what they said? So even oh. if he's drunk and you know that he's drunk, you can at least take out the words that he said right. because this guy was very forthright in exactly what he did. So could you say, Your Honor, my client, when he said that he was drunk, was actually too drunk to ascertain how drunk he was? And at that point, it probably doesn't matter because you're <laughs> going to have the blood alcohol content and the you know the officers will testify. Yeah. But this guy says, hell yeah, I've been drinking margaritas all day at the hotel with friends, and then we went over to uh, Park and Rec uh, downtown. Idiot. Uh, the Florida Highway Patrol says the 22-year-old admitted to driving at the time of the crash. However, he was unaware uh, that he was driving on the wrong side of the road for 13 miles. On the Howard Franklin Bridge. So it was. So he got on on 22nd North. So that's, that's down by, uh, there's the Home Depot there. That's where the Grumpy Gringo is. There's a Wawa right there. So he gets on there and somehow made it all the way up 275 onto the Howard Franklin Bridge going the wrong way. It's a miracle that nobody was killed. It really is. And according to the arrest report, uh, I was always told at a young age, I don't know who told it to me, uh, don't break more uh, more than one law at a time. Uh, Well, according to the arrest report, he also had multiple small sealed jars containing marijuana and a pipe. Wow. I don't know if he was, you know, I don't know if he was a patient or what. How many strains do you need if you're driving? Well, you know, it's you know for the for the evening hours, I would say yeah. you need one, All and right. then for the daytime hours, another, and then maybe you're going to pull over and take a nap. That's going to probably need another, and you know maybe you're carrying one for somebody else. And right. I mean, you get to five real quick. Maybe use a strain that's going to help you not drive the wrong exactly, way. Exactly, exactly. He was booked into Hillsborough County Jail and later released on a two thousand dollar bond. The 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 law 
fascinates me more and more every day with what people can get away with and then walk out of jail the next day. Yeah. And I know it has a lot to do with money, but for example, the dude who threw the sausage jar at me, still in jail. Still? Still in jail. The guy who drove 13 miles the wrong way on 275. Out of jail. Out of jail. He's facing the following charges, driving under the influence uh, with property damage or personal injury, uh, public use of marijuana, uh, possession of cannabis less than 20 grams, and possession of drug paraphernalia. I wonder if they could get you for an attempted murder or or attempted vehicular manslaughter because you just say, hey, we've got so many cases where people were killed. Uh, that if you're driving the wrong way down the interstate, a slap on the wrist and just traffic charges aren't going to be enough to, uh, you know, make this right. I'd co-sign that. Okay, good. I'll see if I can get the legislature uh, pushed through. Uh, the audio from Grady Judd last week was, I won't say it's surprising, but I said it then and I'll say it again. I think Grady Judd's voice and the words that he says carry weight uh, for the people in Polk County. And, and I was kind of surprised to hear him come out and, uh, you know, give a speech and say, hey, I want people to get, uh, to get vaccinated. Who the hell knows? He might have been the one to get me vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, but shortly after, family members, friends, and loved ones said their final farewells Monday to a Polk County sheriff who died of COVID-19. They held this. Maybe it's just because you've got to accept where we are in society for this to feel normal. They then opened up essentially a pop-up vaccination site at the funeral home. Right. Memorial services were held at the Victory Church in Lakeland on Monday morning for 32-year-old deputy uh, Christopher Broadhead. Uh, the Polk County deputy and father of five died Monday, August 23rd. And the Polk County Sheriff's Office hosted a COVID-19 vaccine clinic after the services at the request of Deputy Broadhead's family. Uh, the clinic was held at the Victory Church as well. And I guess that's a good place to do it. Well, and, and I don't mean this in a bad way. If the ultimate goal is to get as many people vaccinated as possible, this sounds insensitive, but you're striking when the iron is hot. Because, you know, I I do really believe there are two different groups of people in this world. Those that have been directly affected by something terrible with COVID and those who have not. So if you've got, you know you've got a room of people who at the very least just lost a loved one or a friend or whatever it may be, uh, those are the moments where I'm sure the brain is working most and you can get those people vaccinated uh, maybe a little bit sooner than other times. For sure. We we haven't talked too much about ivermectin here on the show at length. Uh, It is very clear that the government as a whole is coming for ivermectin. Uh, They want you to believe that it is nothing more than a horse dewormer. And anybody anybody who's using it must be skimming the shelves at TSC in the horse section and just gulping down tubes of something that was meant for a horse. A spoiler alert, that's not true, but it's not changing the narrative. Uh, Inmates at a jail in Arkansas were treated for COVID-19 with ivermectin. According to a county official at Finance and Budget Committee meeting Wednesday, ivermectin is an anti-parasite drug commonly used for livestock. Here's where we just take it to the whole next level and take a peek at the media. Seeing all of these stories going around that just singularly call this a livestock drug, that, that's just not true. Right. That is just not True in any form or fashion. Has this been used for certain parasites in humans before? Yes. Has it also been used for malaria and other things just repeatedly all throughout time? Very much. So it, it is things just like this that I think push people away more than any one thing involving uh, involving the vaccination. The Food and Drug Administration and doctors strongly warn against it. Um, and that ties directly into... 
Scientist hatred for former President Donald Trump is the reason that they won't look at ivermectin. That coming directly from Rand Paul on Friday. The hatred for Trump deranged these people so much that they're unwilling to objectively study it. He told a group of 60 constituents gathered in the Cold Spring Kentucky City Council Chamber. He added that studies on hydroxychloroquine, which is also an anti-malarial drug touted by Trump and his supporters, were tainted by researchers' hatred for the former president. Ivermectin can be used in small doses to treat parasitic worm infections in humans like head lice and scabies, but in the U.S. is uh, more widely used to combat roundworms in livestock. So don't go get it yourself from a pet store, but also don't discredit the doctors who have chosen to make that part of your treatment if you get COVID. So. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was I was I was thinking about sharing something and then I don't know if I want to share it. Probably not. Uh, but the the bottom line is is that I I think that this can benefit uh people for all sorts of different things. When you look at the lack of studies that have been done on natural immunity, when you look at the n- lack of studies that are being done on ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, that should at least make you shrug your shoulders. I don't think anybody needs to go all conspiracy theory and say what the hell is going on, but when you just realize those things aren't being properly studied. Ask yourself why, and and, and it's it's not as simple as it's for horses, right? I don't think uh, Bruce Arians uh, being called one of the heaviest handed in the league mm. when it comes to keeping his players. COVID free. Now the Bucks had a scare, quite a scare, uh, last week when it turned out that a bunch of uh, Titans players who we had practiced with for a week and played a preseason game with. Uh, all came down with COVID. And uh, at the end of last week, Bruce Arians gave a little bit of a speech about what he's going to allow and not allow from his players. Spoiler alert, he's not allowing anything. (laughs) I mean, for us, life is not normal. I mean, we're pretty much under the same protocols. We're going to be under the same protocols as last year, just uh, because that's the way it is, especially living here. And um, I mean, that. Tennessee come in and going out to dinner, they found out the hard way, you know, and uh, so did Ryan. So uh, that's Ryan suck up the uh, kicker who tested positive for the Bucks. I tell him so much, but I was once we get to 53, even this weekend, our guy's going to make a bunch of sacrifices uh, that you have to make now. Families at the hotel, all those things are all out the window. There's league rules and there's my rules. They ain't going anywhere. We're going the same as last year. I don't give a crap if they're vaccinated or not. They ain't going anywhere. (laughs) I love that. you, You have to wonder if somebody like Tom appreciates that. Probably, because I imagine that Bill Belichick was probably somewhere in the same vein of it's my way or the highway, but you get midseason and all of a sudden you got guys testing positive for COVID, that can majorly derail your, uh, you know, majorly derail your season if, uh, you know, you you got COVID everywhere. So we're probably lucky to have a guy that's saying you're not going anywhere because COVID wasn't a problem last year when it was a problem for a lot of other teams. And uh, regular season's right around the corner, baby. I know. Fantasy football drafts this week. It's such an exciting time. This next plan. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm good, though. Uh, this 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 next story is so bizarre, I just never heard anything like it. Uh, and it has to do with ESPN and a high school football game that ESPN chose to, broad, or chose to broadcast. So I don't know what goes into all of these things, but they put a high school football game on Sunday between IMG Academy, which is an 
athletic powerhouse that normally produces NFL, MLB, and NBA players and an unknown school by the name of Bishop Sycamore. So the game starts and it gets out of hand almost immediately. By the beginning of the second half or second quarter, uh, it's 30 to nothing. By, and, and this uh, IMG Academy is in the league so, or in the lead. So at some point during the broadcast, ESPN realizes that the other school, Bishop Sycamore, lied about everything, about how good the kids were, about the fact that they had these prospects. So in, in a random, very random piece of audio, the announcers start going in on the school for lying to ESPN and getting them to broadcast the game. Bishop Sycamore told us they had a number of Division One prospects on their roster. To be frank, a lot of that we could not verify. And they did not show up in our database. They did not show up in the databases of other recruiting services. So it's okay. If that's what you're telling us, fine. That's how we take it in. From what we've seen so far, this is not a fair fight, and, and there's got to be a point now, Luke, where you do worry about health and safety. I already am worried about it. I, I think it's um, this is this could potentially be dangerous, given the circumstances and the mismatch that we have here. And, um, and you think the worldwide leader in sports, and you think that there's something other than just taking a school at its word, saying we've got a lot right. of pro prospects or college prospects on our team, and you can make it all the way to a Saturday broadcast on ESPN under what has now been determined to be nothing more than than falsehoods. Uh, the school itself, I thought, didn't even exist. Like I know Bishop Moore in Orlando, but Bishop Sycamore—that sounds fake. Yeah, it is. Uh, it. <laughs> It's very interesting. You you expect, I think a lot less thought goes into some things on major networks than you'd like to think. Oh, yeah. I think the average person, you live your whole life and you think, oh, ESPN, they're the biggest deal around. And then you find out one email can get you a, a game on a Saturday when you should have never been there in the first place. So true. Uh, and lastly, in my favorite piece of news of the day, a woman arrested for masturbating on a Georgia beach told police that she did not think anyone witnessed her self-pleasure session because it only usually takes her 20 seconds to reach her peak. Responding to a 5.30 p.m. report of a woman performing a sexual act on the beach, Tibby Island cops last month interviewed a witness who said the female suspect placed a towel on the sand, opened her backpack, and removed what looked like an adult toy. The woman, the witness told police, began using the toy to do what you do with a toy, adding that they could audibly hear the woman moaning all the way down the beach. After about five minutes, the woman gathered her belongings and departed. The witness, uh, cops noted, recorded the suspect's actions. A review of the video showed the suspect who was wearing a one-piece green bikini retrieve an unknown item from her backpack. The woman then assumes the position, puts both hands where they would go for something like this. Mm. Uh, investigators, it's really hard to believe that they're, and maybe it's if, if it was a guy, I realize it's a double standard, that so they, they get the news after it's already done, and then an actual criminal investigation begins where they hunt this woman down. Christine Revels Glick, she's 34, a Georgia resident who lives about 40 miles from the beach, admitted to pleasuring herself on the beach it said she was covered in a towel and didn't see any see anybody that saw her. She has been charged um, with uh, indecent exposure. She's hot. Uh, I saw the the just the mugshot was the only photo I could find. I searched the internet. Um, she's hot. Yeah, I mean, I just it, 
can it be just that? When we think about guys pleasuring themselves, we always have to jump into the mind frame of why are they doing that? What are they hoping to gain? But now that it's a woman, is it just that the mood felt right for her? And albeit it was on a beach, yeah. she decided to take matters into her own hands. Yeah. I, I, she doesn't look like a predator to me. Yeah. Indecent exposure and disorderly conduct. And she didn't think anybody saw her because it only takes her 20 seconds usually. 20 seconds. Yeah. I'm all burnt out. That's a great story. I wish she had more photos available on the internet than just her mugshot because I need you know, further research. True Gobble Live, hello. Hey, guys, wanted to take a guess on these songs for today. Yes, please. It seemed like you had one little thing going. Nirvana has been the Mm -hmm. band of the day, I guess. Mm -hmm. We had uh, about a girl, heart-shaped box, and lithium. That is absolutely correct. Well done, sir. You win nothing, but you got them all correct. This story. Oh, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just getting caught up in my head. I was looking at you and K-Dubs going back about the ivermectin. I don't know doctors. Love you, K-Dubs. I don't know doctors who prescribe meds that aren't FDA approved. Yet up until a week ago, everybody (laughs) who you listened to was telling you to go get a damn shot that was not FDA approved. And nobody questioned it. I know. People will not vary from their narrative. And I guess I should admire the commitment. But if there are doctors who have prescribed it and it has helped people. You know Hatley, Brent Hatley. Yeah. Openly saying on Twitter that he was prescribed it and it helped him recover from COVID. Yeah. You and I both know people and doctors. The doctors have prescribed it. The people have taken it and it helped them recover. Yeah. So whatever happened to trust the science, whatever happened to like doctors went to med school. So let's trust them. Well, and it's just it's just the narrative. And, and once you know that, and once you talk for a second with a doctor about it and what's actually happening, mm. uh, it makes you question everything. Right? Be, just just based on how the media puts it into a box, and and you're a joke. You know how it, they've done this thing where it's a joke. I mean, the memes of people with horse tails and just that's the narrative. Is that? Yep. It's for horses, and you're an idiot if you're going to TSC and chugging down a tube of horse dewormer, and that is just not the case. That is not the drug that is being prescribed, and I think that it, I think that it is working for people. I know that it is working for people. Uh, Viagra was originally supposed to be heart medication. Yeah. And, and turns out to be heart on medication. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, can, I feel much more comfortable saying all this stuff and being a, a pusher against it, knowing that I you know have the devil shot in me right now, so... <laughs> Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. And there won't be any. There won't be any guesswork. If I drop dead in six days, you all know why it is. Like, let's not pretend we don't. Please, that's all I ask. It won't be disrespectful if you ask why I died. If in six days I, I keel over, please question why. I, I won't. I won't. I won't hear it. Do you, do you want me to do do you, do you want me to pick up the advocacy for anti-vax if you if you pass away from oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I hope I'm not one of those uh Mark Bernier types. No, 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 no. I I don't know when the right time is, but it, it does seem that anybody who dies recently, people just go, oh, did they get the vaccine? And they're going, you're so disgusting. How could you ask that question? And my right. thought is, well, well, did they take the vaccine? I spend all yeah. day on Twitter, so I know yeah. what's good for you. Yeah. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Hang tight. We're going to cover this unbelievable story about parents throwing away their adult kids' porno and what they had to pay out for it 
on cool or not cool next. Medi Weight Loss, the medically supervised program that can keep you accountable and keep you losing weight. When you start shedding the LBs, of course your body feels better because you're not carrying around that extra weight, but your mind gets clear. You've got more energy. You start doing things you haven't done in forever, and that is what Medi Weight Loss can do for you. They want to give you a free assessment. So if you go to startmedi.com slash 1025, it's com slash 1025. You'll see an easy little page to fill out. There's a picture of me give your information they will be in touch or you can call 877 med loss they do accept some insurances so make sure you find out if they accept yours when you give them a call let them know you heard john senny talking about it on true garabo live it's true garabo live on 102.5 the bone